Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Welcome to episode 22 of the Into the Lab podcast. I'm your host, Ernest Silva, also found at the Sport Gene on Twitter and powered by the mothership Overtime Heroics, where we are the exclusive NFL Pick'em episode for Wild Card Weekend. Our panel of experts bring the latest information and buzz straight to your ears. And like always, if you're a betting person, stay tuned for our expert picks on the money line options as well as picks against the spread. We'll be having our wild card debate today, one round to decide the winners of this week's games. Let's see who the starting lineup is for tonight. Our first panelist goes by the most interesting name in the world, football hockey gambling writer for Overtime Heroics, Twitter handle at SteelCurtainPEH, Paul. Hey guys, how's it going? Back off the bye week, ready for some playoff football. Right you are. And our second panelist, a fantasy football and NFL betting expert, switching between whiskey, milk, and beer, making his picks from Bali, Indonesia, the biggest wrestling fan in the world, Twitter handle at Dre2124, hit 2020 before everybody else, Dre Rogers. Good morning, fellas. Welcome to 2020. I've been expecting y'all. (laughs) (laughs) we're happy to join you our third panelist from the great city of pittsburgh a contributor for fan sided now contributing to the daily oth podcast twitter handle at v money sports von dalezell hey guys happy to be back it's been a little bit of uh two bye weeks for me actually but i just want to say happy new year everybody and uh, let's have a fun weekend Thanks, Vaughn. Glad to have you. Finally showing up since the Eagles made the playoffs, our last panelist, born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, the Eagles expert you might have heard on the podcast, A House Divided, at that Gomez guy, Mike Gomez. What's up, everybody? Yes, I've been in hiding, waiting for them to win the division, but I'm back and I'm ready for them to go even further. Well, his team woke up, my team went into hibernation, and they'll be joining me on the couch. Welcome, guys. I'm really glad to be hanging out with you guys. Trust me, last week was run solo, and I felt like I was just talking to the wall the entire time. So it's really glad to be bouncing off voices this week um, and glad to see you. Now, Dre had a big week last week. Uh, Dre, what did you finish with, 12-4 uh, and four last week on the money line? Yep, 12-4 and four again. I think that's two weeks in a row. Yeah, you're you're unanimously making great picks these last few weeks. Uh, at the end, and we'll talk about records at the end of the show about what our final records were over the year. Um, I have those in front of me. I don't want to spoil though our hot conversation, which is talking about the wild card weekend. Right, playoffs are here. Big disappointments from the NFC East. We all thought those awesome Dallas Cowboys would be representing the NFC East. But kudos to Mike and the Eagles. Mike, I'm just gonna let you get it out. Why don't you just talk about how? your Eagles came in at the end of the year and, and stole that last spot. So the first thing I'm going to say is Doug Peterson deserves a lot of credit for anything that's going on to Philadelphia right now. And uh, I think one of the biggest things is 
Carson Wentz has silenced a lot of doubters, I think. I think there are a lot of haters out there that were still on that full train, but Wentz has proven that he can take nothing and turn it into something. I, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Even if they lose that they're one and done, I don't care. It's house money right now. They weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. So I'm super stoked, and I'm feeling good about playing at home in, in the first round. That's definitely a great advantage they have, and I think they could pull it off against Seattle, and I'm very excited to see what happens. Well, I'm excited to hear that analysis, and I'm sure everybody else is who's trying to see if the money should go on that home team. Um, I'd like to hear the thoughts, though, from Paul. What do you think about Derrick Henry getting the rushing title against Houston and just exploding that last week for over 200 yards? Well, um, you know, Freddie Kittens, after he lost his job because <laughs> he left his uh, – I mean, Nick Chubb should have won that title. I mean, he only gave him 13 carries like a retard, but – you know what? Der- Derrick Henry deserved it. He he's played great. Um, that little rest week helped him out a ton, and you know it's going to be an interesting matchup that power run game against the Patriots this week. So, waiting to get into that. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of a lot of last minute decision making on on where people were going to land, what teams were going to land. The Saints disappointingly going to the three seed, having to play in wild card weekend. Vaughn, um, how do you feel about that Saints ending? I, I felt like they, they had a fantastic game, exploded. Uh, we kind of predict that on Into the Lab. But how, how do you think the Saints are feeling this week? Yeah, I mean, they should feel, be feeling great heading into the playoffs. They got a home game against the Vikings. It's indoors, so you know that Drew Brees can light it up anytime. Uh, Jared Cook should be good in coming back. So I, I don't see how the Saints don't, don't win this game. And I'll be said, and the way their defense has been playing, I think, is the most positive part about this team. Uh, they're they're ten and six against the spread when allowing fourteen or less points, and at three and one this season. So, I think the Saints should have this one in the bag. And uh, Michael Thomas, if Lamar Jackson didn't have the year he had, Michael Thomas would be the MVP. Just putting it out there. I completely agree. I've been seeing some crazy stats about Michael Thomas. And I don't really want to touch those this year as it's a five-year conversation, but it's only went four years. And there's been some crazy numbers. One of the greatest receivers in the game over a four-year stretch. Um, Dre, I, I saved this last news topic for you because <laughs> we always love those Dolphins-Patriots matchup. But how, how about those Dolphins pulling that upset against New England? It, it, it always happens, you know. Like That's the team that the Patriots can't. Uh, can't win against, and uh, you know, I saw I saw a very uh, interesting uh, <clears throat> a very interesting post that said that um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's the first QB that's uh, actually defeated the Patriots uh, on every single team in that division. So uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty interesting. You <laughs> <laughs> That's a great stat. That's, I mean, how many quarterbacks qualify for that, though? Like, is it is it one out of like fourteen, or is there like a ton of quarterbacks that have traveled in that division? I wonder it's what, like what that's. Maybe, maybe. Here, it has some playoffs, and maybe throwing that playoff game. So. Brown or something. 
Well, we have we have a ton to go over, including the Patriots playing this weekend as well. A lot of people pessimistic about them having to play uh, during the Wild Card Weekend, and we're going to jump right into it. So let's let's do it. Let's let's jump into Wild Card Weekend and talk about our round one matchups, and we'll go from some of the most controversial games at the end to starting with just a decent matchup. And let's start in Houston, the Houston Texans returning J.J. Watt, returning Will Fuller, a three-point favorite at home wildcard weekend, starting us off at the, at the 3 o'clock game against those Buffalo Bills who kind of felt disheartened not getting a bye and not defeating those Patriots. So let's talk about the Houston Texans. Um, and I'm going to start with you, Mike. How do you feel about the Texans' offense, high power going against that very stout Buffalo defense in the first game of the of the uh, 2019 NFL playoffs, 2020? You know, I'll be honest. I, it, to me, it's going to come down to whether or not the Bills' offense can get going against the Houston defense. And even though the Houston defense isn't that good, the Bills don't have a high-powered offense that can go blow for blow against Houston. And I think really it's going to come down to, you know, they have they have a great secondary, but I don't think they can contain everybody. And if if Hopkins isn't going to get something going, then Fuller probably is. So. I really don't think as as fun as it would be to see the Bills advance to the next round. I I don't think they could get they could get by Houston, and I think Houston is trying to break that one and done streak that they've had for the last I don't know six seven years, where every time they've gotten in, they've gotten out in the first round. So I think Houston's really trying to break that streak. I I don't see the Bills pulling it off. It hasn't been seven years straight, but it is a trend for the Texans that they cannot adapt in the playoffs after halftime. Paul, are you feeling the same way about about the Texans? Like this is going to be the year that they're going to push through, go to the next round, and maybe make a run? No, absolutely not. I think that I will take Sean McDermott, who's actually knows they have an identity. They know what they want to do. Um, yes, that offense is nothing special, but what happens when they get into the fourth quarter and it's a tight ball game? And all those bad memories for Houston and Bill O'Brien's inept coaching comes into play. I, I like the Bills. I think Tredavious White can shut down DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Will Fuller, I mean, can even play a full game. Um, you know, so I, I'm going I'm going Buffalo straight up the upset. Death, taxes, and the Titans or the Texans shitting themselves in the first round. Yeah, those are almost guarantees um, when it comes to Houston. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Vaughn, let me hear your thoughts on this matchup. Yeah, so kind of piggybacking off Mike and a comment you made about their halftime adjustments. Uh, the Texans have been in this position before, and they've lost in this position over and over and over, and we've all talked about it. But the thing is the Bills, this is the best season they've had in the past decade. They're at the point now where this is the, this is what they've been playing for to get to the next round. And I think the Texans – with Will Fuller coming back and J.J. Watt is really the boost they need to get over the hump versus a team that's getting here for the first time in so long. The Texans are 8-3, and three, uh, 26 points of Will Fuller when he plays the season, and they're only 2-3, and three, lost three games with Will Fuller on the bench, not even averaging 20. So they're significantly better when he's in the lineup. If he's good to go, I think that the Texans should win this game. I'll take them with the spread. Uh, it's going to be a close game. I think the bet, the under is the best bet by far in the game. But Watson in the first matchup, sacked seven times, two two interceptions and a fumble. That's not happening again. Perfect. And that's fantastic analysis. Dre, I'm going to bring you in here, see if you have a different opinion. 
Hey. Uh, I've actually, I've actually have two two bold predictions on this one. First one is Bill O'Brien gets fired before Jason Garrett does. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Well, Jason Garrett's getting an extension, so that's obviously true. Hey, that's that. I'm not breaking that news on here. No, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the second one is Josh Allen will outplay Deshaun Watson and the Bills will win this game. Wow. Uh you've you've said that quite a bit about Josh Allen, but I we won't go there. So you're having the Bills win this game? Is that and correct? I'm always tr- I, and I'm always right, except 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 once when I said that he would outrush Lamar Jackson or something. That's right. So that, that was just that was ridiculous, but everything, <laughs> every, everything else, I've been dead on. <laughs> so, yeah. so, over or under two and a half touchdowns for Josh Allen, then oh, on the ground or on the ground and in the air? On the ground, exactly on the ground. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say yeah. under too. Under. Yeah. Touchdowns. Damn. He'll have a rushing one. I, gar- I guarantee from one. with yeah. JJ with JJ Watt back on the field that Houston that Houston team, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be electric in that building. That Houston team's gonna be fired up. Uh, Deshaun Watson's gonna play a fantastic game. I'm taking Houston with the spread. Um, shocker, I know it's a Texas team, but um, the Houston Texans. Um, I don't I don't see this as being that choke game. Uh, Bill O'Brien's been here. They've won in the first in in a wild card weekend game before. They've made a run. Um, I do think this is. This is the year where they are going to make that run, and that'll come on a different show where we talk about predictions. But I, I believe Houston is going to win this game. Uh, they're going to be able to spread the field laterally as well as be able to attack the middle. The defense is going to be stout and taking Houston. Um, that puts three on Houston, two on Buffalo. But you knew Steve was not going to let us have this show without him making a mark. So Steve has sent me over his picks, and he said to make sure to read them last. But he's taking Buffalo with the points. He says Buffalo plus three because everything is set up in the NFL. And he believes in conspiracy theories, and he believes that it's going to be a Buffalo-Baltimore uh, juggernaut match in the second round. And he says, book it, that the Buffalo Bills will win this game outright. So He's calling that a juggernaut that's, match? That's what he says. That's, that's wow. Steve's words. I would prefer to see kind of, that matchup, though. He's, he's finally coming. He's finally coming out of the closet and and, and admitting that he's a Buffalo he's Bills a, fan. He's a Bills fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady's going to retire this year, and he's going to be like, "What are you guys talking about? I I love Buffalo." Uh, what big, happens? Tom Brady's going to join he, the Bills. That's right. <laughs> And then we're gonna see Steve go through a table. <laughs> well, let's talk about those Patriots. It might as well, since we're on the topic. And the Patriots are the Saturday night game. Uh, Patriots are a five-point favorite at home against those streaking Titans. Uh, that Titans team looks very good, but five-point favorites at home. I'll start with you, Dre, since we're we're on this topic. How do you feel about the Patriots? Are they coming out a wild card weekend with a win? The Patriots dynasty is officially over, baby, because the Titans are rolling. Upset of the week, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're picking the Titans to win this game. I'm picking the Titans dead on. Wow. Derrick Henry Henry will, will go for like 160 yards, man. 
he's he's wow. gonna make that defense uh seem like you know maybe what what was the worst rushing team in the league the Bengals yeah yeah so that that that's that's what I was trying to say so yeah and and, and, and just to just to make this more interesting book it. <laughs> the Titans being the Patriots book it announced by Dre on into the lab. Paul, are you feeling that confident about the Titans or is Dre already too drunk this morning? <laughs> no, uh, I, I've seen a ticker on Fox the other day. It was counting down to the end of the Patriots dynasty, like five days or something <laughs> like that. So I guarantee you Bill Belichick has that clock posted in a locker room somewhere there. Uh, I just, I can't even say it out loud, but I'm going to. So say this out loud. Ryan Tannehill goes into Foxborough and knocks Tom Brady out of the playoffs. I can't even say that with a straight face. So I'm taking I'm the smiling. Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots and the cover. They beat him by a touchdown. Oh. Wow. All right. So. Kind of opposite of the spectrum. So far, we're split again. Vaughn, let's let's break this tie right here. Where, where are you leaning on this game? Yeah, Paul, you got me there. I didn't think you were gonna you were gonna pull it, but you pulled the trigger. I'm, I'm, I'm following Paul there. Yeah, I got I got to go Patriots too. Uh, Brady's had 12 straight games with 250 passing yards in the playoffs. That's insane. They've only allowed 14 points this year. That's it's they haven't had any offense. That's gonna be the issue. This is another game where the under is a great bet. Uh, better than the spread, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to knock off Tom Brady in the in the playoffs. And I think that if the if it is fixed, shout out to Steve. If the league is fixed, the Patriots are making the next round. So got to go with the home team. I think it's going to be close. The Titans will have a league, but lead. But I think the Patriots will rebound in the fourth quarter, and Tom Brady will be Tom Brady as usual. It's not a debate if we don't see both sides. Mike, how are you feeling about those Patriots? Are you riding that Patriots train? You know, as much as I really want Tannehill to go in and just kick ass in Foxborough, I just they they have a historic defense the, the, this year, the Patriots, and I don't see them letting up. I know they just lost to Miami and they look like trash, but it's the playoffs. It's in Foxborough. I I don't see Tennessee pulling it off. As much as I want to, I, it, it'd be a lot of fun to see, but yeah, I think the Patriots are going to at least get to the next round. So I'm going to pick them, but they're not going to cover. I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. All right, good deal. And, and of course, I am going with the Patriots to win this game. Defense wins championships, especially when it's, uh, you know, a, a team like Tennessee who really relies on pace and you have the boogeyman in New England, that stout defense all year led many fantasy championships, um, you know, or many one, two seeds because they didn't really lead you in the playoffs, but uh, a lot of early season. And they, they can play defense and they're going to be, uh, you know, playing at home. It's, it's tough to beat New England at home. And Tennessee is just too new to the game for me to say they're going to have that winning experience um, enough to, to win. Mike Rabel, um, fantastic job when it comes to the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, and it would have been awesome if, if you know, they would have made a trade midseason to back up Tannehill and Eli Manning was on the Titans. We could be speculating <laughs> this entire time. That would be fantastic. Um, but but he's not. So he's he's done. Um, but OK, so I'm picking New England. Um, of course, I'm going to read you what Steve is going to say for all you Steve followers. Um, you know, the t- this is Steve. This is Steve Reisner. 
The Titans are a tough matchup. I am not overlooking them, but Ryan Tannehill is not outgunning Tom Brady in Foxborough in the playoffs. That's just not a thing. They're a good team, but they're still a 9-7 and seven team. Wake up, idiots. Everyone thought the 12-4 and four Chargers would kill us last year, and we ripped their hearts out and stomped on it while eating their dinner. So Patriots with the points and then some. Book it, Dre. So he's taking New England with the points as well. So it looks like we're pretty unanimous on New England, except for Dre and Mike believe it's going to be a real close game. So New England for our panel looks like it's going to be uh, the pick for that game. Um, just a good game all around. These are going to be all great, fantastic games. There's going to be a b- bunch of slugfests on, on the field. Um, but let's let's go to Sunday. Let's talk about the the Saints and Vikings, the rematch we've all been waiting for on Wild Car Weekend, the 12 o'clock game on Sunday. The Saints playing at home, seven and a half point favorites against those Vikings. I'm going to have you start us off, Vaughn. I have a. What? Vaughn, try, yeah. Vaughn, try that again. Try that again, Vaughn. Sorry, yeah, I thought that was. But yeah, yeah so I have a question. Drew, Drew Brees. I'll get Dre. <laughs> Go ahead, Dre. Was <laughs> this the most game that. Well, for our listeners, Dre's a robot today. He's yeah. not, he hasn't completely learned English. That's why he's cutting in and out like that. Dre has, Dre's been hacked by the NFL all over again. This keeps happening to you, buddy. Let's try. Let's try this again, Dre. Ask ask that question. Did you say this is the must must watch game of the week? Yeah, I think this is going to be the most exciting game of the week. Absolutely. Uh... No, no way. Yeah, I think it is. I think this is going to be electric. I think the NFL refs are going to do it again. They're going <laughs> to they're, they're they're perform so well this weekend. It is a huge rematch. I mean, last time these two met in the playoffs, we know what happened. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of revenge on some people's minds. But I, 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 like, I, I like the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees, obviously Drew Brees is Drew Brees. He's had 15 touchdowns and only three picks in six playoff home games. Uh, that's near, not nearly as much as when Tom Brady's done, but, I mean, he's on that status of godlike quarterbacks at home in the playoffs. <clears throat> now that he gets Jared Cook back, we all obviously have Michael Thomas, 149 catches. I mean, dude almost had 150. But Alvin Kamara came on end of the year, started scoring. Thank God. Just in time for everyone's fantasy season to be over, by the way. But thank God for the Saints offense that he's come back into, into full circle here and got his game back. So I got to roll with the Saints. If the spread is eight, that's that's a dangerous number because a touchdown to me is kind of where I'd have the Saints in this one. So I feel good with the Saints six and a half or seven. But if we're going to go eight, and I'm sure the line will push up higher t- towards game day, I might have to take the Vikings uh, plus eight, but the Saints win. Okay, gotcha. Mike, are you feeling the same way about that Saints team? Honestly. This would be the only game where I feel pretty confident in saying it could honestly be a double cover. I don't think the Vikings have a chance against the Saints. This is going to be, it might be one of the most watched games of the weekend, but it's going to be because everybody wants to see the blowout take place. The Vikings defense is not as stout as it was their defense. It's just not as good as it was last year and the year before. And they've got Kirk Cousins back there. I, I don't know. What what people would pick Kirk to beat the Saints? It's just not happening, and nobody's gonna like that. He's gonna suck, and he he's he's what is he zero nine on Monday Night Football, big primetime games? 
He's he's terrible. I I don't expect him to do anything in this game. Well, I, I did I didn't see that coming. Steve also says New Orleans will win this game. That it, it probably won't be close, but he's not going to take more than seven points as a spread. So he's taking the Vikings plus seven and a half himself. Uh, Paul, are you feeling the same way about the Saints? Is that too big of a spread, or are you, you overconfident like Mike? No, I don't, I don't like the hook either. Um, you know, I think it's about a touchdown game. But two things, Alvin Kamara is back alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably led you, some of you guys to a championship uh, with this play the last few weeks. And Cook, Cooks is back. Um, I, I just like the way the Saints are playing and then in that dome. Uh Janoris Jenkins should be playing too, right, for the Saints this week? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is back. So you figure he can match up with Thielen and the other one can match up with Diggs. Lattimore can match up with Diggs. And they haven't given up a 100-yard rusher in like 35, 40 games. It's something stupid like that. So give me the Saints, but I'm not going to lay the 7.5. I'd lay 7, but not 7.5. Yeah, especially especially with the referees going to be in this game. Dre, how are you feeling about about the Saints? So ever, ever, ever since, I, I don't know who it was. Uh, I think it was John. Ever since John trashed Alvin Kamara, he has played like the old Alvin Kamara. He's been playing lights out. So true. And, and uh, you know, it, it, the same thing happens. in This this division is ridiculous because every time uh, a fan, one of their fan bases sees the team win like three games, they start overhyping that team. The Vikings are not that team. The Vikings are not good, man. I'm telling you right now, they're going to get destroyed. This game is going to be like 41 to, to 10. Kirk Custis is going to throw two picks, and he's going to look like the old Kirk Custis. Like, not, I'm not going to say the old, like the regular Kirk Custis because he sucks ass. So <laughs> there you go. Um, 41 to 7. Wow, so like a like a triple cover for Minnesota's <laughs> getting that ass waxed. Well, so so let me tell you, you you can't you can't beat fourteen when you have eleven guys in the field, okay? And that and that's what it comes down to for the New Orleans Saints when they come into these playoff situations. The calls don't go their way even at home. That's just that's just the way I that, that the NFL has been with them. And and yes, they have a true triplet in Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas, and they're going to be the healthiest they have been all year. And Kirk. Kirk Cousins cannot play under pressure. So, yes, I do think the NFL referees are going to keep the Vikings in this game. They'll make a couple of runs. It's going to be a closer game than you think. Um, or the Saints are going to have a large lead, and the NFL referees will give them a chance at the end to have a drive, which means they'll be within striking distance, which is why I don't want to take the cover. So I am taking the Saints to win, but not to not blow out the Vikings. I think this is going to be a, a closer game than you guys are giving them. I think the best the best bet of that game would probably be the Saints over. They're twenty eight and a half. I would take them to get thirty points at home. In the yeah. Oh yeah. The way they've been playing. Yeah, yeah I would too. I I think it's gonna be like a thirty one twenty four game. Uh, even yeah. it might even be a thirty four twenty seven game, something like that. But the Vikings will get points. Like there will be points on there. The secondary is not that great. Potential will, backdoor cover. Yeah, teams teams will throw on him. Diggs will get his get his reps, and and Thielen may have a Thielen game. You never know. It may just maybe they just preserved him all year for this game. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Uh, that Vikings offense, uh, you know, it's just not the same. Um, but we we will we will see um, in this game. Uh, I, I I don't even want to talk about the last game. Should we just wrap up the show? No, okay, we'll talk about <laughs> Philadelphia. We'll go to Philadelphia. We'll talk about Philadelphia. Bye. All right. Bye. 
And that's that's our resident Dre singing the Fly Eagles Fly chant. That's wonderful. Uh, we might as well just start with Mike. Get this out of the way, Mike. How do you feel about the Eagles being underdogs at home to the visiting Seattle Seahawks by point and a half? Look, we were underdogs the Super Bowl season. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not a blind fan. But <clears throat> crazier things have happened in the playoffs. We know that's for sure. Um, and I just, they're playing hot right now. I know everybody's going to say they played the Giants, they played the Redskins, whatever. Division games are hard. That I don't care what anybody says. Division games are harder than regular games. They're always like that. And Doug Peterson is 4-1 and one in playoffs. And they've won in every single game in playoffs that they've been an underdog in. Which kind of says something about the team. And they seem to play better when they're back into a corner. Carson Wentz is playing lights out right now. And I think that's going to carry on in the playoffs. And all these no-name receivers, ain't nobody got film on them. They're gonna be <laughs> they're gonna be running routes, and people aren't gonna know what to expect. I'm actually super excited to see this game play out because it is a completely different team than when they played during the regular season, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. They're playing at home. It's really hard to walk into the link and and win playoff games there. I'm gonna pick the Eagles. They're gonna win this game. Well, Steve has picked the Eagles to win outright as well. Didn't give much more than that. So let me see what Dre thinks about those Eagles after his chanting. Never mentioned the new I'm shocked. He had three touchdowns last week. Boston Scott? Hell yeah. Yeah, the, that little guy is, is Darren Sproles 2.0. Still, you, you, I was expecting more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm going to keep drinking my Kool-Aid this week. So, fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. <laughs> now, Dre has picked three upsets this week and so he's going to keep that trend going Vaughn, how are you feeling about the Eagles? Are you singing the chant over there as well? Oh man, I, listen I, I live five miles from Philadelphia so everybody is talking about the Eagles to me and I don't want to hear it. I've been all on the Seahawks all year. I do love the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz, this is his first game in the postseason since that 2017 run when he got hurt prior Nick Foles took over. So this is huge for him. And the way he's been playing has been nothing short of like an MVP-like quarterback. He's really willed the Eagles to this point. And I'm happy for them that they made the playoffs. Sorry, Ernest. I know you're a big boys fan. My brother is a boys fan. But I'm really happy the Eagles made the playoffs. But I think that their uh, icing on the season was making the playoffs and beating, and beating the Cowboys to make it. I got to ride with the Seahawks here. But I think this is going to be the closest game of the week. And I love the under. The under is an absolute hitter. Four times these teams have met in the past four years, and they've all gone under. So I'm riding that again. But I got to ride with the Seahawks. Uh, but much love to Philadelphia. Sorry, Mike. Well, they, def they definitely made a fantastic run against some weak teams. I definitely agree. Paul, how are you feeling <laughs> about, uh, about those Eagles? So every time this happens with – all oh, these teams that they shouldn't get in, you know, they should be a wild card. They shouldn't be hosting a game. These teams turn around and play and usually win. 
the Seahawks, I don't know how you can trust them right now. I mean, they looked god-awful against Arizona. They, I mean, they played back against San Francisco, but they still lost. Um, I mean, barring some kind of game by Russ, I really like the Eagles here. Um, I think that uh, they're, they're plus 4,500 for the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, don't you're not they're not going to the Super Bowl, but if you lay a future, you can hedge out as long as they beat the, the Seahawks and make yourself a good little profit. Um, so I'm going to take the Eagles here to win this ball game. I am so conflicted on this game because I yeah. do not want to pick the Eagles. I really don't. Do but it. All of Michael's points are so valid with Eagle. And it's not like I didn't have that written down right here in front of me. I just, they're just so valid and it makes so much sense. But how many of those games under uh, Doug Peterson did Carson Wentz start? Zero. Yeah, um, so this, so this is Carson Wentz's what playoff game? It's his first one, and he's going to play first, lights out. His first playoff game. Really so, so I, I have to see it to believe it, Mike. I, 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 you know what? For you, Mike, I'll tell you this. I'll make you this promise. If the Eagles somehow pull off a win against Seattle at home this week, I will pick them for the upset next week against San Francisco. Oh yeah, oh. I will. I will ride the Eagles bandwagon and join that Eagles train. But I am picking Seattle to win this week, and obviously, oh. okay, I'm picking Seattle to win this week just because they are in a high emotional state with Marshawn Lynch back, and this team uh, plays plays. They play to the ball defense, and 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 I got to see Carson Wentz perform in the playoffs and it's been the Nick Foles show that it's been Nick Foles to step up and, and defeat teams. He wasn't supposed to, I've got to see it from Carson. Now I am going to give kudos to the Philadelphia Eagles for winning the division because they played fantastic. They beat us when it counted that they, they could have given up or, or when, when Saquon Barkley ran that, 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 uh, that ball what was a 68 yard touchdown run. Yards, uh, yeah. that, that, that is, that is taking the, the, you know, the air out of the balloon, you could have really said, okay, they have a chance. What a fumble by stupid Daniel Jones. And, and that, that was it. And, and from there on out. So the Eagles, the Eagles obviously um, deserve to be in the playoffs. They've played better football. The Cowboys just underperformed all year. They're terrible. And I'm going to say, I've been saying that all year. Everybody feels bad for me. It's fine. Um, but the Seahawks, right? So the Seahawks have Marshall Lynch back. They have that emotional state back. Russell Wilson played MVP this year. He's still playing MVP this year. That wide receiver core is great. The defense for Philadelphia is terrible. And, whoa, and whoa, uh, have you seen Tyler Lockett? Their secondary. Their secondary is bad. Their yeah. secondary is bad. You should yeah. listen to Jason Garrett. DK Met DK Metcalf, Jacob Hollister, Tyler Lockett. I mean, you just name a whole bunch of weapons that Russell Wilson has, and 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 even and uh, isn't it isn't uh, Turbin back too? Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, they're also man. missing MVP Turbin. Starting their starting lineman, so the line's going to be weak too. They don't, they don't even need that. They don't even need that. I mean, obviously the Texans don't need a line either. They have a they have a running quarterback. That, that's how he operates. Uh, if there's a defensive line that you want an offensive line to play against, it's it's yeah. got to be Phillies. Phillies and the 49ers. Yeah. Their defensive yeah. lines. They're 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 two teams that you need an offensive line to be able to stop. Uh, I, I believe that I believe this is going to be a 17-14 game. Uh, Seattle's going to win this game on the road. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Philly has a 14-10 lead going into the fourth quarter. But I'm going to say 24-20. Russell Wilson will have that uh, that game-winning drive, and, and Seattle will will. 
I would I don't want to say upset Philly, but it would be an upset at that point. Philly's winning by by four points going to the fourth. They'll upset they'll upset and they'll, they'll go on the road. They they will definitely whoever comes out of this game. If, well, like I said, if Philly comes out of this game, I'm picking them to win the whole thing at this point because I'm, Philly's just unbeatable in the playoffs. Apparently, I'm gonna and, have so many free lunches next week. It's gonna be unreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not betting you lunch. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that, you can keep that shit to yourself. We can go to lunch. Um, but I'm taking Seattle to cover. So that that's four Philly. Uh, picks and two Seattle picks in this game. Unanimous New Orleans before that. So you have our panels picks here. Wildcard weekend. I mean, enjoy the game as everybody is is relaxing, grill out, enjoy it this weekend, hang out with family and friends. Don't go broke after all the money you made from from hearing our show and from hearing our picks over the holidays and throughout the year. Don't blow it on this game. Um, I I really blow it on this game. I, apparently, everybody thinks New Orleans is going to win. So put all that money and put it on New Orleans this week to win. Um, <laughs> That that's my that's my two cents. But if you want to talk about things to watch for this weekend in the playoffs or just top news stories, obviously Jason Garrett is a news story. Everybody in Texas is looking and waiting to hear why the hell hasn't he been fired is everybody's question. But let me kind of go around the uh, panel and see if there's anything that they're watching this week to look out for and any other games they want to talk about. So I'll start with you, Paul. Um, no, not really. Uh, you know that I like the unders in pretty much all these games. Uh, you know, it's playoff football and, uh, most of the time there's a feeling out period there. Usually, uh, that first quarter is usually pretty low. Um, see if you can catch, uh, you know, some of these games, see if you can catch a live line during the game too. Uh, a lot of times, you know, somebody will come out hot and then, you know, they, they get the momentum back. So check, check them live lines. Yeah. No worry about weather in Houston or New Orleans, obviously, but New England having bad weather this week. Nah, it shouldn't be too bad, I wouldn't think. How about Philly? No, nah, it's going to be clear weather. Yeah, so weather's not a factor this week, so don't don't you guys don't have to worry about that. How about you, Vaughn? Anything you're looking at in particular this weekend? Uh, same sport, different level. The national championship game is kind of the future quarterbacks uh, headed to the NFL. Uh, Joe Burrow this year is probably going to be the unanimous number one pick for the Cincinnati Bengals. Then you got Trevor Lawrence, who might be the number one pick the following year. So I'm really just ready to see uh, some gunslinging go around and just think about what these guys are going to do. Because if Joe Burrows is a Bengal, then uh, he will be playing my Steelers twice a year. So I will definitely be going to one of those games to, uh, to see what happens with that. But, yeah, I'm excited to see the, uh, the two guys that are going to probably be the future quarterbacks and bring the losing teams the NFL up higher. Absolutely. What about you, Mike? What else are you watching besides the entire Eagles game? I'm going to be watching all the playoffs, but I do have a topic I want to bring up and see what everybody's take on this is. If we can bet the over-under on Jason Garrett's contract extension. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'll make that bet. What's the, what's, the, what's the line? Two years. Under. Oh, well, let's go to Dre. Dre, two years, one year, what do you think? I was, I was actually going to talk talk about this when whenever steve gave, gave me gave me my my opportunity but i was gonna say what if jason garrett does get fired bill o'brien gets fired and they just switch teams oh my it's god the- <laughs> shoot me now shoot me now oh my gosh that'd be the worst i'm about to switch to the whiskey oh i'd be drinking with you, Dre. That would I be mean, awesome. So, Dre, you taking the under <laughs> on Jason, or you taking the over? <laughs> I'm to, uh, I'm go uh, uh, under. I, I'm 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 gonna keep it in 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 the what if world. 
That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Paul? I mean, at this point, I, I mean, at this point, I think that he's going to bring him back for a year. Honestly. Oh yes. I really do. I mean, do what it. are you waiting GM. for? It's not what happening, guys. The new I'm GM. Ca- I already know what's happening. I'm telling you, he's going to be kept on staff. He's just not going to be that coach uh, anymore. You could have made that. You could have made that up in three weeks ago. Yeah, oh, but he's he's waiting for Romo to break his contract. Steve, <laughs> he's gonna get he's gonna get Joe uh, Chip Kelly powers. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this isn't even his final form. So, yeah, <laughs> Steve, I'm switching. I'm switching Steve, to over. <laughs> Steve is definitely. Steve is definitely going to take the under on that Jason Garrett. He thinks Jason Garrett's gone and going to New York. Vaughn, what are you thinking about about this? I'm with you, Ernest. I think that they're going to keep him in a in a position somehow. I, for some yeah. reason, Jerry Jones loves him like he's his stepson or something. I don't understand it, but he's going to keep. Oh, him he he could even be something like that. a director of player personnel. Yeah, could be something I, something. Crazy like that. I don't think he you can make up a position in an hour. Yeah. I don't even know what to say right now about this whole topic. Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate you. While you guys enjoy the playoffs, I'll be enjoying my front office conversation. Uh, Dre, Dre, are you looking at anything this week yourself? Uh, um, I've, I've I've actually got another bold prediction. I think oh. I think I don't know I don't I don't really know what the record is, but I think it's going to happen. Michael Thomas is going to break the single playoff uh, receiving or reception record for a game. That's going to happen. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. It's one of a kind. It's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah, I, I definitely am watching uh, Tom Brady. I want to see how Tom Brady looks in Foxborough against a team that looks to be 50-50 across different platforms. That This game is a, is a coin flip. And then looking at, at really all the quarterbacks, but Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins, just seeing how they are going to perform when they're finally in the spotlight in the playoffs. Um, and then, as you all know, uh, it's my last my last effort for something that had nice to happen this year, but Houston, seeing that game and seeing if Bill O'Brien's going to choke that up. Um, he's he's, I, he's debuting. He's debuting for that new new potential opening in, in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah, he might he <laughs> might lose just so they can hurry up and make that announcement. Andre. <laughs> oh my gosh! Could you imagine Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett, and Bill O'Brien in the same war room? Oh perfect. my gosh! That'd be oh. Terrible. <laughs> Super Bowl. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm looking at the stat that Michael Thomas would have to break, and I actually don't even believe that it's real. If, What's if the you guys, If you guys want to guess who the the guy is that leads, there's two guys. They're both running backs. Oh, and they're both unsung yeah. heroes in the playoffs. Uh, what oh, year and yeah. which? What year? So what James year? White. One, one was last is it year. James White. One was yeah. 2019, and the other was 2012. And I'll tell you this: neither of them are wide receivers. Okay. It's James uh, White. <laughs> Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai. No. Great guess. No, who no, who who caught all them for the Colts? Spock. Not a Colts player. No. Oh, wow. Both both are Patriots players. It was no, the, the it was one, the they're the one the Colts played this team in the Super Bowl. If I'm not mistaken. Bears? Bears? The Saints? No, it can't be a Bears. Too far Bears back. Thought. Too far back. Yeah. Twenty twelve, the Saints. Twelve the Saints. From the Darren, Saints. Is Darren Mike Sproles? Darren Sproles? I don't think Darren yeah, Sproles. Darren yeah. Sproles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like 
15 wow. catches a piece. 15 a piece. And Michael Thomas that's, had 12 last year in a playoff. That's game very doable. That's very doable. It's happening. <clears throat> yeah, I like that. And I think his over-under is stated around 10 and a half, 9 and a half. Yeah, he's, yeah that's an easy bet. That's 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 Book interesting. Yeah. Look that shit quick. He's also going to break that the 5-year yardage the 5-year yardage stat. He's going to break it like in the first game of next season. Is this the is this the first year that New England won't have the better tight end in a playoff matchup? Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Cuz Janu Smith is, oh. is a beast. And I think I think he's probably the best tight end on the field. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't. New England doesn't even have one. I think. Cost lacrosse. Yeah. Hmm. Some interesting games this week. As always, though, I appreciate you guys, and the conversation's always great. Um, you know, through these wild card matchups. Anything else, guys? Before we wrap everything up. Michael Thomas is over under eight and a half. Bet your life on it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Take all those. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's that's the lock of the week. That's the that's right. Yep. <laughs> There you go. That's why it's that's why it's a game to watch. You're gonna be watching Michael Thomas break NFL records. Thanks, Dre. I appreciate the backup on that. He's gonna have Fine. two catches. <laughs> hey Dre, who he, what's a sleeper what's a sleeper of the week? Actually he actually he actually had uh four catches last week, so I think I think that, that uh shitty game already happened. Yeah, I got out of the system. That was his bye week. Yeah. That's the sleeper of the week. I was gonna I was gonna say that game, but now, now that I think of it, no, it's it's still gonna be. I mean, if 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 uh, taking that uh, the Michael Thomas record uh, out of the equation, that game is gonna be pretty boring unless you're a Saints fan, because obviously, who doesn't want to see their team des- destroy the other team? But mm-hmm. I mean, nah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't. Forty-one. I, like I said, it's gonna be forty-one seven. So it doesn't really matter. I'm gonna uh, be asleep by that. Uh, here's a, uh, breaking news: Jason Garrett is expected to be out as Cowboys head coach soon. There goes your little. little uh, I don't believe it. Mike. I don't believe it until Jerry does the press conference. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it. believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. A bunch of haters. I want to hear the press conference. Once he has the press conference, I'll believe it. Yeah. A bunch of haters on this podcast. I swear. I my sleeper of the week is Philadelphia. It's my white noise. Go to sleep. Very sports guy. <laughs> oh yeah, Barry McCochran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's from everybody's famous Bleacher Report. That Bleacher Report is that Jason Garrett is out. Uh Bleacher Report is dumb. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I like to say I like to think that too, since they have so much heart and hate. Yeah. But I'm very excited to be going through these NFL playoffs with you boys, and and going right into the NBA after that. But. Um, a special thank you to Steve Reisner for sending his picks out. Thank you, Dre, Paul, Steve, and Mike, uh, and Vaughn. Sorry, I'm not going to keep you out, Vaughn, um, for uh, for uh, sending in your picks, having the live conversation. Good luck to everybody making your bets. And follow us on Twitter for live updates. Any injury news that comes up, definitely look for us as we're retweeting and sending out updates. But you guys have a great weekend. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. One final note. You said you were gonna. T- you you said you were gonna share the final records of of of. Uh, oh of the, yes, of the- yes, I am gonna share the record. So, Dre, let's go ahead and start off with you. You and I are gonna have bigger records than everybody else. We did every week. 
Um, but let's go ahead and start off. So, Dre, you finished 2000, this, this 2019 2020 season with a record of 148 and 91 and 1. That's pretty a pretty, nice. that's pretty, a pretty awesome record. That's, that's phenomenal. I finished the, the year 140, 101. So that is not bad either. That's 40 games over 500. I'm going to take that. Um, good, Miles, Miles Bloomquist finished the year 125, 82, and 1. So that's a pretty phenomenal record as well. Um, John finished the year 39, 35, and 1. Paul, you had a fantastic record as well. You were 112 and 80. Okay. Vaughn, you were third place. Yeah. Vaughn, you're right there with him, though. Same percentage, 91 and 64. Nice. And Steve finished 50 and 35. Mike, you came in a little late in the game, but you're 19 and 11. Everybody over 500. Hell yeah. Everybody's clear (laughs) over 500. Easy. And and Sarah was ten and four for her one week she joined us. Um, on the on the and that's money line records. On the against the spread, I won't. I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, we we all basically finished right around 500. Um, some of us were a little under 500, but not by much. Um, but the winner, clear winner of against the spread, uh, is between Miles and Vaughn. And Miles barely beat you percentage wise by two and a half percent. But Miles was 108, 82, and five. When it came to against the spread, and Vaughn, you were eighty-one fifty-eight and five. Nice. He, he barely got you, just quantity-wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like yeah. to mess with Miles a lot. I picked on him. He's not here, so Miles, when you listen to this, I'll tell you that it was purely out of competitiveness because you're you're pretty good. I'll give you that. He is. He is good at those against the spread, and I just predict those to get better as we get as we move along with these. Um, but if you're listening, and, and thank you, Dre, for reminding me. I mean, these records. Just go to show that we put in day in, day out, listening for news feeds, looking at coverage situations, looking at uh, different situations that we're presented with from each team's conversation. And we try to put our best analysis on the table. You may not hear all of it because we won't bore you with all the details, but it's easy to see that with those records, it's not just us throwing, you know, drawing a stick from the bucket or, you know, trying to draw something out of thin air. Um, we, we really are trying to focus on the best for you, but kudos to y'all. Y'all had a great season so, and, and, and to keep with it. So definitely pat on the back for all y'all. Yeah. And thank you, Ernest, for having us. Yep. It's yep. fun every single week. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. I really look forward to you guys picking the Houston Rockets in the NBA. I can't wait to have those conversations and, and <laughs> getting right into that. Um, and, and uh, hopefully you guys are excited about these NFL playoffs. I mean, I'm going to be glued to the TV watching these, this damn football all weekend. And this is like the best time of the year. There's no fantasy going on. So you're not looking, you know, hoping a certain player scoring yards and the other, they don't score touchdowns. It's just purely football. And, and I love this time of the year. So uh, thank you guys again. Enjoy the rest of the holidays. If you're still off, if you're not, sucks you're back at work. But watch some football this weekend. Everybody have a fantastic night and happy new year. 2020 kicks off with this episode. We'll be live a little bit later tonight. All right. Goodbye, guys. Later. 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 You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
and overtime heroics today.